Hi, welcome. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, with David Cooper, the show where no one's listening, no one cares, the show where every episode's the last episode. Also, I'm David Cooper. In case that wasn't clear, today our guest, Natasha Vinick, she's a comedian and she's just launched a podcast where she went on 30 dates in 30 days with another comedian and they got on their mics and started talking about it. Sounds like a really fun premise. I'm looking forward to finding out more. The podcast, of course, is called Surprise 30 Dates in 30 Days. All right, Natasha Vinick in just a few moments, but first, some great music. been busy i've been very busy you've done 30 dates in 30 days uh-huh. it's spoken to in a while how you been exhausted tired overwhelmed you know the fun part's recording the the podcast it's the editing that really that's that's the that's where the real work is done you know i wouldn't even 100 percent agree that the fun part was recording the podcast either we were so tired because of the dates we were just like dead we have youtube video of each of the podcasts too and you can see like we become more haggard each episode <laughs> first we try to make the background look nice and then after a while it's just like pill bottles and like snacks and you know cheetos bags uh-huh cheetos are so good by the way cheetos are so good and not enough people are talking about it well, I was always like, Cheetos, that's disgusting. And then I watched a video, it might have been like Bon Appetit or New York Times Cooking or who knows. They interviewed all these like chef celebrity types. What's your favorite junk food? And all of them said Cheetos. And then I thought, you know, I've been looking at Cheetos the wrong way. So I bought a pack of the Puffs and I bought a pack of the Crunchy ones. The Puffs are so good. The Crunchy ones are so good. And I ate them and I'm like, these are fucking delicious. I understand why chefs love these. It's nice to see you. It's nice to see you, too. I love Cheetos. I love your haircut. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's a haircut. You know, Cheetos are probably better than Doritos, but I always pick Doritos instead. Well, they're full of MSG Doritos, especially the Cool Ranch ones. Oh, well, I picked the normal. But really? And and there's no MSG in the... Um, is MSG really a problem? No, no. It's just that's why they're so good. Uh, there's MSG in most savory snacks. Yeah, but not Cheetos? No, that, probably Cheetos also. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Do I look like I know what I'm talking about? Yeah, a little bit. See, that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) So 30 dates in 30 days. Do you want to talk about it or is it more like a secret? It's going to it's going to unfold in front of people who check out the show. Um, I can talk about it without spoilers. Well, I don't know what the fuck the spoilers are. Yeah, I could talk about it. All right. So what what have you released to date? Very little. Um. Yesterday, we released our first episode, which isn't a date. It's like a before the date sort of thing, like where we're at, why we decided to do it, all of that stuff. Why did you decide to do this psychotic thing? Yeah, well, I decided to do this psychotic thing nine years ago for the first time, and I had a blog about it. And my friend saw it recently. She's like, I think I want to do that. And then I was like, do you want to do it together and do a podcast about it? And she's like, yeah. And I don't know. It was a bad idea. It was a very bad idea. 
<laughs> we were so tired and dead. I felt ill by the end of it. All great conversations end with, do you want to start a podcast about this? Especially two comedians. You know, it's like... It hasn't been done. Yeah, no, no one's done it before. No comedians have ever been part of a podcast before. And I think it's really innovative what we're doing, actually. Look, you're delightful. You're hilarious. I'm sure you'll do a great job with this. Not as good as you do with your editing. I'm finding... You are so nice. I hope your listeners know that you are so nice and gave us all the recommendations for equipment. And we got all of the equipment you recommended. Oh. And uh, unfortunately, it wasn't until day three or four of recording that we got the covers for the microphones. So the first few episodes, you hear some really heavy breathing on my part. <laughs> mm, heavy breathing and plosives. That's when you make it here. I'll take my my little sound cover off here. Mm -hmm. Plosive, plosive, plosive. You probably have a lot of this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't think it, that's as much of a problem as the covers back on the heavy breathing. There's a lot of that. Do you think that the covers stopped that? I don't even know if I've listened to that far. And yeah, I think the covers hopefully stopped that. I mean, I guess we're going to find out the single. Yeah, we are. The single best way to get a, get a good sound out of your setup. Use the microphone properly. I'm not saying you didn't. What is properly? I don't know. Right distance for the microphone. For that mic, it's. What do you think the right distance is? For the mic that you have, the SM58 with a cover. It depends on how much gain you've used, but assuming you've set that properly, maybe three fingers. Okay. Three fingers between the mouth. I think we really vary, unfortunately. When I watch the YouTube videos, I'm like, oh, I talked with it really far and then sometimes really close. Are you wearing headphones to hear yourself as you do it? Yes. And that didn't... See, the, the part of the reasons... This is fascinating for people. Part of the reason people wear headphones while they're doing this is so they can hear what they're doing. There's this natural thing that happens... Even to people without that much experience, oh, I'm quieter? I'll move the mic closer to me because I can hear that I'm quieter. Yeah. I thought it was just to look cool. <laughs> no, monitoring while you're performing is, is super helpful because that's how you sound. Yeah. And so if you're holding your mic away and you don't hear anything in your ears, which we call cans, uh, the headphones are called cans. If you hear nothing in your cans, then you're naturally going to put the mic in the right spot, generally speaking. Yeah, it sounds like we really messed up. I really messed up the first. It's going to get better, though. It's going to get better. It's all right. Sound quality is only one facet. Unfortunately, it's what I focus on because I suck at everything else. Well, also podcasts are very sound focused. It's amazing, a medium that only gets delivered with sound, people would be so focused on getting it good. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, live a little, get wacky. I just listened to, yeah, the, the first date episode on the car ride. I'm like, oh, I hear like little, like my voice is quieter in some places because we didn't have the headphones and didn't clock that. But also whatever um, filter I was using to take out my heavy breathing, it just took out some of my audio too. Well, you didn't listen to it all before you published it? I did several times but i think i was listening for different stuff each time uh, um or it came out different in my headphones than it did in my car at least ooh. you know what i mean yeah so i'll do like an a light edit i used to do no editing when i worked for the uh, radio network but now that i have a podcast i do light editing it's funny i listen to it and i edit it and then i listen to it once it's sometimes depending on the episode but I'll listen to it like on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Like like as if I were a listener. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like I'm hearing it for the first time. Isn't that weird? Isn't that funny? Yeah. Because I guess because I'm so focused. I'm not focused on listening. Mm -mm. 
So, like, my girlfriend Miranda should be like, what happened? I'll be like, I don't know. She's like, what are you talking about? You just spent two hours <laughs> listening to it. And I'm like, yeah, but not with that ear. I just want to make sure I hear the words. Exactly. Not what they're saying. So I, I get what you're saying. You heard it for the first time through your car stereo as a listener. Yeah. Rather than an editor or a creator. And it sounded different. Yeah. Is it incoherent? Like, are too many words dropped out? Or There are a few words dropped out. Um, but they're they're my words. But fortunately, this is a more Brett heavy episode, so I don't think what I'm saying is so significant. Whatever bits were missed, you know. That's your co-host. Yeah, she's also a comedian. Mm-hmm. The two of you, thirty dates, thirty days, thirty guys. No, okay, no. So when I first did the blog nine years ago, it was first dates. It had to be thirty first dates in thirty days. But since Brett is looking for a relationship, was looking for a relationship. We decided to kind of like honor that if that's the mission, then we should be allowed to have multiple dates with guys. So it doesn't have to be 30 first dates. It can just be 30 dates in 30 days. But you could cheat like you could find someone who, you know, is not relationship material, but go on multiple dates with them because, eh, you know. Yeah, you could do that. We agree that um, Zoom dating is allowed and that speed dating is allowed. What? This is OK. So you may, you were easier on yourself. Yeah. Than you planned on being. Because I also, the way it worked, I ended up having to do 30 dates in 23 days because I was about to do a lot of travel. So I had to really like knock some stuff out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you go out with any women or? No, I didn't. Uh, We agreed to do dudes. Uh, I felt weird because I still don't know. I still am figuring out how I feel about my sexuality with women. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it feels weird to put them in a podcast situation when I'm still figuring that out for myself, you know? If it were men that you were still figuring out, fuck men, they deserve that kind of treatment. Yeah, absolutely. Women don't just, they, you've gone through a lot. They're good people, probably. I've looked at the last two, three, four years, maybe 4,000 years of history. You guys have had a tough go of things. Women? Yeah. Yeah, it's rough out there. It's rough out there for women and no one's talking about it. Yeah, again, see, this is why... <laughs> <laughs> well, are you proud of what you've done now that you've come out the other end? You've only released one episode as of today, but are you proud of the work? Two episodes, but yes, I am proud of what we've done. I'm just, um, yeah, I'm very proud of what we've done. I'm excited to see them all come out. I hope people enjoy them. I'm, uh, I think the clips are really fun and I'm excited to also get to focus more on like my own stuff and my own comedy and my own clips because it has been taking up a lot of my life even after the 30 dates are done doing all the editing making all the clips all of that you know yeah yeah but i think that it's funny and fun to listen to i think we have pretty funny arcs and it's interesting because brett's a lot younger than i am she's 14. she's 14 and wow she is dating some old men she went out with a 73 year old Literally exclusively men in the 70 to 80 range. She had to fly to Missouri where it's legal, I assume. Yes, it is. Um, that's what she did. Yeah. Every day. for There's some guys who know all the intricacies of age of consent laws. And it's always worrisome when they're, it's like, no, no, you can do that in Missouri. I'm like, Jesus, dude. It's icky. It's icky. It's one of those things you keep to yourself if you know. No. Yeah. That's a fun fact. That's not very fun. <laughs> It's a bummer fact. No, she's in her early 20s. She's 26 and I'm 33, coming up on 34 soon. 26 is early 20s to me. 
Yeah, it feels like it, I think. Because I'm 37. I'm in my late 20s, right? You know, that's a... Yeah, you are. You're in your late 20s. Early to mid to late 20s to 30s. Now... I'm in my early 40s, even though I'm 33. It all makes sense. While doing this, did you tell any of your 30 dates in 23 days... Which I guess is still in 30 days because 23 days is contained. I don't want to brag. I studied math by 30 days. Thank you. You're smart. Thank you. Did you tell any of them them about what you were doing? And if so, was that received badly? No, no one was allowed to know that was one of the rules that we can't tell them. Otherwise, they'll act weird. Do any of them know now? Um... Maybe at least one of them follows me on Instagram now and does. Speaking of consent. Yeah. (laughs) There's some dubious consent here. Uh Uh-huh. Going out with someone as an art project and then not telling them about the art project. Some people will agree with you. Yes. And how do you defend that? Or do you not? You're just like, I don't care. My personal feeling, and I could say this for me, I don't know what Brett feels for herself, but for me, I went into each date like it was an actual date, like authentic with a person. However, I would normally be on a date. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you're still planning on, are you using the real names? No, of course not. Okay, well, there's, that's nice, I guess. Yeah, we do fake names. I mean, how would you like it if you went out with a doctor? He went down on you and he went down on you sincerely. <laughs> I would love that. I would love sincere that. Sincere <laughs> cunnilingus. This is the most sincere conolingus you've ever had this sounds great okay yes yes and then he goes home and writes a lab report about your vagina Uh, this sounds great i'm so (laughs) confused why this is yes this sounds amazing but never tells you you don't think there's anything wrong with that no i think it was very nice of him to sincerely go down on me (laughs) yeah but i don't know that that is sincere men rarely sincerely go down on you you get a lot of insincere cunnilingus i got a lot of insincere cunnilingus good name for a band yeah and then he writes a lab report yeah what's the problem there good name of a band of lesbians insincere cunnilingus insincere cunnilingus is funny ladies and gentlemen insincere cunnilingus i'm picturing jazz freeform jazz oh yeah (laughs) it's all about the licks you don't take uh yeah i yeah i don't know i i don't know if i'd feel great about it but uh, you know what? Uh, every social interaction I have is up for grabs for me to talk about on my show. And a lot of people don't know I do this. So Exactly. And I will say everyone going in saw in my dating profile that I'm a comedian. Like, they know I'm a comedian. Were any of them like, oh, are you going to talk about me in your skit? I love when they call it a skit. <laughs> I mean, half of the messages I get on the dating apps are exactly that. They're like, oh, am I going to be material? Or are you going to talk about me? And it's so funny. They have to call it a skit. There's something about a fucking person being like, how was your skit tonight? How is your skit? And it's like, I'm not eight years old. <laughs> it's a skit. How dare you? It's a fucking skit. So if someone were to ask, are you planning on using this date for material? What would you say? Or you just ignore them then? If we're on a real life date and he said that, mm-hmm. I was like, only if it goes really bad. Yeah, but that's a lie because you're going to be talking about it on your show. Well, for the 30 dates in 30 days, I'd probably be like, no, I probably won't. <laughs> Maybe I'd be bad and I'd be like, I probably won't use this for my stand up. Maybe I'd like do a little trick, a trick answer. No, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, technically the truth, but basically a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. Look, I. I see it both ways. I guess if I were you and I got asked the question, how do I defend it? I would respond, I don't. It's like, for example, when vegans are like, how do you defend eating meat? I'm like, well, I don't. You're morally superior to me. I acknowledge that. I just don't care. Yes, I agree. Listen, I know the morality is dubious, 
And uh, I guess like if I put myself in the opposite position, if a guy was on a date with me and then afterwards he talked about it on a podcast and like didn't use mine, I don't know. I wouldn't care. Yeah, but you're a comedian. Is it because I'm a performer? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I guess they see on your profile your comic, so. Here's, yes, they do. They're all very aware I'm a comic. But what if you say things that would have hurt their feelings? Like like they have bad breath or they're, they were really lame and then they were to hurt, hear it and it would have hurt their feelings. Yes, that would happen and it would hurt their feelings and that is sad. Um, it's mean. You're mean. Yeah, I wasn't super mean. I was a little bit mean. I'd say Brett is definitely meaner. Uh, I'm hoping she doesn't listen to this, but I'm making a super cut eventually of all of the different dates where she says the guy is unattractive. <laughs> She's looking for an attractive man. Yeah, but why are you choosing dates with men who are unattractive on the apps then? Like, that's what's so crazy. Like, all the men I went on dates with were pretty attractive. Like, I made a choice for that, you know? And I think when you're younger, you're like, I don't know, maybe. And it's not worth it. So you specifically did not go out with any uggos, but she did, and you're wondering why. Yeah, because attractiveness, I'd argue, is more important to her than it is to me. Well, is she an uggo? No, she's really pretty. She's prettier than I am. She's, like, very traditionally attractive. Like, blonde, tall, thin, hot, you know? And I I think that she was just trying to, like, give more leeway, maybe, than she should have. Maybe she wants to feel superior to these guys, maybe? No. No? I think... It's a real thing that I used to do when I was younger, too, where I'm like, who knows? Maybe I'll find him attractive. And like, I think if you're desperate for a relationship, maybe that's a heavy way to say that, but I think she would agree. If you're desperate for a relationship, maybe you're more open minded. You know, Um, I think there's some insecurity that we all have in our 20s. I don't know if that's part of it. But like, I think women are swiping a lot more like who knows what a guy can be like, you know? We know that guys are bad at photos. They're not good at photos. They're not good at making profiles. So we like, we give a lot of leeway, you know? But she did too much. So she was just unable to get attractive men, 30 of them? Is that the issue? Or she just didn't care? Or she thought she didn't care in the moment and then she did? Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. Because she's able to, but I think she just like, was swiping to make it happen too, you know, which I think she does all the time. I don't know. I was the same way in my 20s. And now I don't want that to be a barrier to me liking a person as me not being attracted to them in the first place, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're entitled to your preferences. Yeah. We all have our things, you know, me. I want a man with thigh gaps, you know? <laughs> it's a callback to when I said that and you were appalled. <laughs> There is a show, which I already talked about on the show, but I'm going to talk about again because it's fucking wild, Natasha. You have to watch it. Uh Uh-huh. It's called Naked Attraction. It's on HBO. I'm writing it down. It's a British show. You come out. You're the dater. We'll call you the picker. You're you're picking people to date. Oh, a friend was telling me about this like two days ago. Keep going. Yeah. And there's six people who you're going to pick and they're naked and they're in these glass transparent, like not transparent, translucent boxes. So you can't see them. And then the boxes lift and it just shows their genitals and then they eliminate <laughs> one and then it shows their boobs or for men in their chest. They eliminate another. Then their face, they eliminate another. These people haven't spoken a word yet. Then they speak a little bit. They eliminate another. There's two left. Then the picker. Wow. Who's wearing clothes until this point. They get naked. And then the two remaining people say something about their body and then they eliminate them. And then they go on a fully clothed date and then they the show checks in on them a month later what happened did they sleep together whatever it's 
a wild show and it's normal bodies and it's very naked. They zoom right in. They go all naked for us. We see all naked, the viewers. You see like, you know, ball hairs. You see it all, warts and all. And there are men and there are lesbians on the show who are like, I like a thigh gap. So watching that, I no longer feel (laughs) like a sexist, body shaming asshole. So I don't feel bad about this having said that. That's a crazy show. It's wild. And it airs on British cable. What? But they're so, like, prude. British cable after hours allows nudity. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wow. But you got to watch it. You got to see these men and lesbians. So it's not just sexist, gross, body-shaming men like me. Lesbians (laughs) saying they like a thigh gap. So... It's just a thing. It's not the only thing. I said it. Would I say it again? Having been shamed? No. But I said it and I regret it less having seen this show. That's good. I'm glad you regret it less. I gave you a lot of shit for it. Back to 30 days. Is it all apps? Did you meet any men the traditional way? Like That's the traditional way. You're like parents introduce you or. Yeah. Uh, square dancing competition. Yeah. Public bathroom. Mall cafeteria. I mean, there's so many ways. It was all apps. It was all apps and a speed dating event. Oh, a speed dating event. Jesus. Yeah. That's got to be weird. Oh, well, okay. We did two speed dating events and the first one was terrible and you would have hated it. I don't think I would go on the apps if Miranda, more like when Miranda leaves me. I'm not going on the apps. She will never leave you. (laughs) See, I knew you were a comedian. It said it in your (laughs) Tinder profile, but now I know. (laughs) Uh, uh, the the worst speed dating event was a tantra speed dating event okay what does that mean it means you do instead of actually getting to talk to each other you do gross exercises with people where like you look in each other's eyes or like touch each other's chests or like yeah that's what i'm saying you would hate this sorry i was busy barfing in my mouth is that like a tantric sex kind of thing I think it's supposed to be like that. But what's goofy is that Brett picked that event. And Brett, more than you or I, hates eye contact and hates touching. And I'm like, why? What did you think this would be? Like, it was so fun watching her face the whole time. Just she was like, just like her face looks so disgusted and like grimacing. It was great. Negotiating eye contact with strangers is the hardest thing a human will ever do. Mm hmm. Yes. Eye contact is, I. that's why I don't like kissing. Because of the eyes? Because like, do your, your eyes open or you close? Their eyes are right there. What if theirs are open and you look at them? What are you, you're looking at each other. You're not looking. If I open my eyes and her eyes are closed, it's like, oh, she's too focused. She's more focused than me. And if my eyes are closed and she's looking at me, what is she thinking? It's too painful to bear. Wow. Miranda is so generous. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Speed dating. I don't think you could get, I would do it for the LOLs. I would not do it with sincerely. No, I mean, this one was awful. This one was really, really just awful. Honestly, both speed dating events were bad in different ways. Tantric speed dating. Wow. Now I've heard of everything. What pissed us off is there was no talking, like very little talking. So it wasn't even like useful for dates, you know? I'm shaking my head. Yeah. Did you end up with a man from your tantric sex dating, whatever? No, um, I didn't end up with a man. Brett got a number of a guy. We saw uh, that guy at the next speed dating event, which was pretty funny. But I got emails from some of the dudes at that speed dating event. So cyber, cyber sex. 
Ooh, cyber sex is a throwback though, you know? Yeah, just the idea of like picking someone up and exchanging emails instead of... Yeah. Cyber's like such an old sounding word now too. You want a cyber? <laughs> what, what are cyber? What is that even, you know? When you were on a chat room in the 90s, you would say, you want a cyber? And someone would say yes or no. And then you'd be like... I've got a dick. And they'd be like, I got boobies. You'd be like, yeah. Yeah, they'll fit together just right. This is it. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. But even like, I think Amazon does like cyber sales. You know what I mean? Or have you seen like blah, blah, cyber sales? Yeah, I've seen cyber sales. Isn't that goofy? Like, why are we using that word still? Why not? It feels so dated to me. Comes from cybernetics. I don't even know what that robot is. That the same as robotics, but somehow different. I feel like we should have dropped it by 2009 and been done with it. Okay. I'll uh, let the Oxford Dictionary know. Thank you. Uh, So you don't want to talk about the dates specifically. Yeah. I think what is a fun thing about the dates is Brett and I seem to accidentally alternate being the bad guy on each date. What's a bad guy on a date? Well, I think um, we assumed going in that like, wow, these guys are going to be awful. But then some of these dates we found out, oh, we're awful. (laughs) Like, mm. we are not pleasant to be on dates with, you know? So you show up and there's a nice, sincere, present, eligible, well-adjusted man, and you two are just, like, Tasmanian devils? Is that... Yes, exactly. Like, this first episode they just released, Brett is the one who is definitely the bad guy, just acting totally outrageously, like, being ridiculous, being mean. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I once went out with a well-adjusted person. She was Scottish. Oh. I love that accent. She had red hair. I can't stand that accent. Oh, it's so sexy. But you love your redheads, you little freak. Yeah, I'm a freak. You're a little sicko for redheads. Thigh-gapped redhead gross. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. She like worked at Google. And she was just Ooh. so, I know, annoying. She was like so normal. And I just got so drunk. I don't even remember what happened. She never texted. She ghosted me after that. Rude. I hate her. Yeah. I just, I guess I say this story with no point, no moral, no ending, and totally boring because I've been that Tasmanian devil when you're out with a well-adjusted person and you feel bad. Like, I feel bad that I subjected this woman to my brand of self for an hour or two. Yes. And roped her into whatever the fuck's going on with me. Yes. I felt this way too. Yeah. But it, it happens, you know? We, we trade off. Sometimes we're good and sometimes we're bad and sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. Yeah, men can be bad. Sometimes. We've done bad things. Yeah. Genocides. Mostly men. Mostly, yeah. Women are nice. We just do kissing and stuff. Yeah, kissing and Miranda weaves. Oh. Yeah, she's she'll do a weave and she'll show it to me and she'll say, unbelievable. <laughs> I love Miranda. It's a whole thing. <laughs> that is so cute. They're all in the bathroom closet, though, because the cat gets into the weaves and that's the end. Oh, Question for you. Uh-huh. What do we have to look forward to in 30 dates in 30 days? Um, yeah. There are some like there are some people who who we go on multiple dates with. So you kind of get to follow kind of the arc of those stories t- to see how they progress. What about a season two where you find the guys who are have a good attitude and, and would be good on the mic and you have them on the show? What do you mean? Tell me more. Have the men on episodes, follow up episodes. I love that idea and I'm into that idea and I don't know if any of the men are. We can't know whether you found someone or not. We won't know. But if you do find someone or you found a sort of someone who it fizzled out with, 
bring him and do an episode with him. I agree. I think that'd be fun. But? I don't know how the dudes feel. Well, you got to ask him. Yeah. Ask the dudes. I'll ask some of the dudes. I'll get their consent. Um, but we do want to do another season. Mm. But it might not be in the same. Uh, it might might be a little different. We'll see. Yeah. We might have another friend who wants to do it with us. We'll see. And if you have a long-term partner by then, it's 30 fucks in 30 days. Hell yeah, it is. 30 boring long-term relationship fucks in 30 days. Yeah. We'll be hearing about, you know, one person's wacky dates and me going, yeah, we had sex and then we watched Severance. Yeah. We did miss your nary position. It lasted four minutes. He asked me (laughs) if I had an orgasm. I said no. (laughs) Then we watched Severance. Yep, sounds like a lot of my relationships. Yeah. So we have to look forward to repeat dates. Repeat dates, guys, that maybe you'll root for. Yeah. So we're going to meet some characters. You'll meet some characters. Some Any repeat. shocking disappointments? Any shocking reveals? Um, he was my brother this whole time. Yeah, there's a few family members for sure, <laughs> but I think that's part of it. That's just the deal. It's part of her going to Missouri. Yes, it was for that reason. Uh, so it's a lot of family members. You know, we learn a lot about each other, Brett and I. Do you learn about yourselves as you do it? A little bit, a little bit. I feel like I think Brett wouldn't mind me saying this. Some of it definitely ended up feeling like... Uh, like a 30s-year-old lady, like advising a 20s-year-old lady and like a little therapy-ish, you know, but like in a way where that's what friends are going to do for each other, you know? We learn a lot. We learn a lot. Well, I'm looking forward to listening. Thank you for saying that. Let's, first of all, we haven't done this in a while. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Let's do it in 30 days when you can talk about this stuff more. Yeah, I would love to. I'm looking forward to listening to these episodes. It's 30 date in 30 days. 30 dates in 30 days. Natasha Vinnick and Brett Jennings. Are you number one for Natasha Vinnick on? I haven't searched up my name. Maybe we should have used our names in it. I should see if my name. uh... Should think about what your SEO search engine optimization is. I don't know anything about that. Do you know a lot about that? Not really, because the only other David Cooper is a Christian lifestyle pastor who's a bit fire and brimstone. And my podcast is neck and neck with his, which gives me great joy. The idea that one of his congregation, is that the right word? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think so. The idea of one of his congregation accidentally listening to this and not him talking about how the gays are responsible for, you know, the pandemic or whatever (laughs) the fuck he says. I don't know. Danny, my producer, has continually reached out to his people to try to get him on my show. No response. Ah, boo. should look him up. He's had a lot of plastic surgery. It's unclear whether he's 40 or 70. I think that's always impressive. Yeah. For a Christian pastor, too. Yeah, he's like really trying, but he's like, I, everyone's body should be how they are, but not my face. Not my face. God wanted my face different. <laughs> Let's invalidate any trans person's experience, but my face can look however God intends. Absolutely. And I am God in this. So please donate to our church. I need more money for a touch up. Please. When you search my name on Spotify, it does come up. So I, I did a little checksy wexy, a little peeksy weeksy. Good. Yeah. So don't worry. It's good. It's a great podcast. Thank you. Uh, one of the hosts' voice, some words get cut off in the first episode. It's really annoying and distracting. But other than that, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna I will. You will have a subscription. Thank you so much for saying that. You're gonna have more listeners than me. You're gonna do great. You're delightful, and I'm excited for you. Thank you, David. You're a sweetheart. Thank you. Miranda will be with you forever. We'll see about that. (laughs) Natasha Vinnick.
Thank you, David.